Welcome to Walking by Faith. Thank you for joining us today as Bishop-elect Glenn A. Brooks brings us the Word of God. Fourteen, First Corinthians chapter 14, I'm going to be reading from the NIV version. First Corinthians chapter 14. When you found it, please stand. Giving honor to God is the head of my life. Hallelujah. To our sister pastor, to everyone Amen. that's under the sound of my voice. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that Jesus lifted me. He yes. keeps on doing great yes. things yes. for me. Hallelujah. Yes. He keeps on doing Hallelujah. great things. Hallelujah. He keeps on doing great things. Hallelujah. He keeps on doing great things now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to be reading 1 Corinthians chapter 14. I'm going to start reading at verse 6. And once again, I'm going to be reading from the NIV version. And this is what the NIV says. Now, brethren, now, brothers, if I come to you and speak in tongues, what good will I be to you unless I bring you some revelation or knowledge or prophecy or word of instruction? Even in the case of lifeless things that make sounds such as the flute or harp, how will anyone know what tune is being played unless there be a distinction in the notes. Again, if the trumpet does not sound a clear call, who will get ready for battle? So it is with you. Somebody say me. Unless you speak intelligible words with your tongue, how will anyone know what you are saying? You will just be speaking into the air. Undoubtedly, there are all sorts of languages in the world, yet none of them is without meaning. If then I do not grasp the meaning of what someone is saying, Am I a foreigner to the speaker? And he is a foreigner to me. So it is with you. Since you are eager to have spiritual gifts, try to excel in gifts that build up the church. You may be seated. Father, it's in the name of Jesus that we come this morning, God, humble as we know how, God, seeking a refuge for our souls. We come, Lord, asking for revelation knowledge of your word. God, fill our hearts with your word. Fill our hearts with joy. Fill our hearts with love. Fill our hearts with clarity of thinking that we might be able to receive what the Spirit, yes, the Holy Ghost, is saying to the church. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus name. Amen. 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 
something that sometimes I speak, Stevie, before I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. That maybe that doesn't happen to none of y'all. Right. Sometimes right. I actually speak, Angie, before I think about the consequences that my conversation might have. All right, all right. We pulled up the other day and and, and, and to a restaurant, David and a young lady came to us and I asked her, are you old enough to work here? Because Sister Max, she didn't look like she was old enough to have a job. And Stevie, I realized that after I said that, I offended her and her attitude changed. And it took all that I had not to go back again, Sister Max, and tell her that I wasn't condemning her I wanted her to know that she looked younger. Some of you, some of you mature folk will realize this. 
Some of you, some of y'all, some some mature folk will really appreciate. You, you know, I like it when I go into a place, and every now and then they ask me for my ID. <laughs> y'all have kept it after a while. Yep. Uh huh. You see, Sister Max, they stopped asking me for my ID many, 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 many years ago. Uh huh. So, Andy, if someone asks me for my, I, now I ain't buying no cigarettes, I ain't buying no liquor, I ain't, I ain't doing none of that, but every now and then, they want to know how old you are. Amen. And so I realized, Andy, that I had offended this young lady. So my wife says to me, you can't say everything that you think to folk. Mm. It, it's my speech. Oh, by the way, that's what I want to talk about this morning, your speech. That's what I want to talk about, your speech. That's the, that's the topic, that's the title that I want to teach from, share from, and preach from, your speech. Amen. Amen. Because your speech is what dictates your message. All right. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Uh huh. And your speech doesn't always, I know mine, does not always exemplify what I'm trying to say. Doesn't always identify that, Amber, what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You see, there are words that some of us use, used to use, uh -huh. Uh -huh, that are not pleasing to God. And, and Deacon Kelly, I don't know about you, but I can speak for myself. Them same kind of words won't fit in my conversation today. Amen. Amen. That, that, that won't fit in my conversation, Sister Max, because I could put some names on some folks. Y'all, some of y'all missed that. Y'all, some of y'all been saved so long you forgot how you used to talk. You forgot how you used to act. You forgot how you used to walk. If, if the truth be told, maybe you ain't forgot. You, maybe I'm hitting on something this morning. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Keep it real. Let's go back. Amen. So, 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 Stevie, I, 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 I gotta be more mindful than I think before I say something. No, I ain't a cusser, but I used to be. All right. Uh, uh, right. Yeah, I, I, I let, let me All move right. on. Right, I, I, I better move on because some, 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 sometimes the church don't want the pastor to be real, but I want you to know that I'm walking the same walk you're walking. I'm on the same road you're on. I'm human just like you, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory. God has changed my speech. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In saying that, we still need to be mindful because if we're not mindful to think before we speak, some of those phrases will still come out of your mouth. Lord have mercy. If you don't think they will, let somebody push the wrong button. Let somebody push the wrong button. Lord have mercy. Stevie, you, you, you gotta you, 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 you gotta catch yourself. You gotta you gotta pull back the reins because Lord have mercy. You, you, you. Amen. Amen. James three and ten says, "For the same from the same mouth come blessings and cursings." James goes on to say the same verse. He said, "My brothers, these things ought not to be." So, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. That's the, that's, the, that's the English standard version. In other words, our speech, our tongue, our language our, uh, 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 it, it is what 
we want God to hear and what we want others to hear also. God hears us. If you're really honest with yourself and others, your speech changes dependent upon who you are with. I'm going somewhere. Uh, not only does your speech, but also your actions. Uh-huh. Y'all don't think so? Let's go to Galatians 2 and 11. Because in Galatians 2 and 11, Paul rebuked Peter simply because Peter was down with the Gentiles and Peter was acting a certain way. But when the other Jews showed up, when the other disciples showed up, Peter started acting like he didn't know anything about the Gentiles. He acted like he had been in fellowship with them. He acted like he had not been eating with them. His actions and his speech changed simply because some more Jews showed up. Come on, come on. You ain't dealing with something that just started. You're dealing with something that started a long time ago when, when, when God said, let there be. Mm -hmm. You don't think so? Well, watch this now. Watch this. When Adam realized he was with Eve, uh, his action changed because of what Eve said. All right. All right. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, Peter had been, this, this, is what I, this is what's hard for me to get, evangelists. The fact that Peter had been with, in fellowship with the Jews. Peter had been teaching the Jews. It was the same Peter that God had sent down to talk to Cornelius that I talked about last week. Who were dealing with these Gentiles whom he saw God give him the grace. I'm going somewhere. He saw God giving the grace. But just because his boy showed up. Peter's whole attitude changed. What's so significant about that? you got to be careful of who you're hanging around. I told y'all this last week because uh, it will change your speech. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, okay, yes. okay. I guess I better really make it plain, Stevie. Somebody looking at me like, like I'm, I'm, I'm a little strange. Uh, start hanging around with some of your old boys that you used to hang with or, or some of your old girls you used to hang around and watch the conversation change uh, from what you were... With, 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 from what you went there to have a conversation about. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You see, watch this now, because your conversation, your speech, will have impact on those around you. Yes. Y'all yes. don't think it was? Let me talk about Peter some more. Because when Peter changed, you see, Barnabas was there at Antioch with Peter. Uh-huh. And Angie. Because of, because of Peter's change in his speech and his attitude, it impacted Barnabas, who was there with him as a witness. And it, the Bible says that it caused dissimulation. All right, all right. That's what the word said. So I said, you know what, when I, when I read that, uh, uh, brother, I, I said, now, what does dissimulation mean, David? I, so I had to go look. And dissimulation means concealment of one's thoughts feelings or character or pretense. Uh -huh. You see, Peter had been talking and doing one thing. Come on. Come but on. when the brother got there, he changed his action. Uh -huh. so, so, so it said that it, it caused dissimulation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, 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 and so it, 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 he, he pretended as if. Mm -hmm. Lord have mercy. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we see that our environment, people, places, and things can change our speech, 
and change our actions. I, I'm looking at the young brother over here now and, and, and who's growing up fast. Uh -huh. And if I were to take him off to the side and, and ask him uh, and, and, and take Adam along with him, uh, the, the young men would tell me about some of their friends. Mm -hmm. And the young men would tell me about what some of their friends tried to get them to do. And the young men would tell me about what they tried to get some of their friends to do. And so it is with the, with the sisters the same way. It, it's, it's your environment and what comes out of your mouth. Watch this now because the Bible says life and death are where? In the power of your tongue. That's right. Lord have mercy. That's right. So that's why David, y'all listen at this. That's, that's why I, I've been telling God to sanctify my granddaughter. That's why I've been asking God to build a hedge of protection around her. That's why I ask God to allow her to grow up in holiness. Uh, you see, I've I, I got some authority over what happens in my family. Uh-huh. I've got some authority over what God has given me. I've got some authority and I've got enough power to tell the devil to get back and stand still. And I want the test on Ain't give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so, First Samuel, watch this now. I'm talking about speech now, brother. Being talking about speech. First Samuel 21. Watch this now. Y'all, y'all, listen to this carefully. Y'all remember King David? Mm -hmm. And y'all remember how Saul tried to kill David? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Y'all, y'all remember that? Uh huh. And y'all remember how Saul, how, how David had to flee with the help of Jonathan. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But when David got to Achish, David was hungry. Uh-huh, Lord have mercy. Uh-huh, and when he got there, uh-huh, when David got there, he asked for something to eat, Stevie. He went to the king, uh-huh, and the king was, had given David something to eat, uh -huh. But there was one of King Saul's servants who saw David. He saw David get the sword. He saw David get the spear. Uh-huh. And he heard what David said. Lord have mercy. And so because he heard what David said, he was going to go back to Saul and tell Saul what he had saw in a kiss. Watch this now. When David heard the speech, David pretended he was crazy because of what he heard. The Bible says that David had slime running out of his mouth. Said he acted like a madman because of what he heard. This was King David. And so the servant said, ain't this David the king who they made the song about Saying that Saul killed a thousand, but David killed ten thousand, and now he's acting like he's crazy. Y'all grab a hold of this uh, because I want you to understand that the, the stuff that comes out of our mouth uh, has impact on everything and everybody around us. 
So David was afraid of a kiss to king of Gath, and, 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 and he played and sang. He heard what the servant said. You see, most people, Sister Max, have a strategy and a plan to carry out their strategy. I'm going somewhere. Or a strategy to carry out the plan, evangelists. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Politicians talk politics. Developers talk strategies on how to build and how to develop Watermen talk about ways and laws to help them to survive in their craft. I stopped by to tell the church this morning, uh, even though all of them had their own language uh, and all of them had their own distinct purposes, God has told the disciples, especially Peter, he said, upon this rock, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I want the church to understand it was spoken by Jesus Christ himself and the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. Shall not, shall not prevail against us. That shall not prevail against us. That shall not prevail against us. Shall not prevail against us. So there, watch this now. I'm getting ready to shift now. There should be a distinction between the church and the world. Amen. 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 So the King James Version says in verse 10, Stevie, there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world and none of them is without significance or signification. Mm -hmm. Verse 9 says, I'm, I'm reading backwards. So likewise ye except ye utter by the tongue words easy to be understood, how shall it be known what is spoken for you shall speak into the air. In other words, you talk aloud but you ain't saying nothing. Come on now, come on, come on. Come on. Because nobody's understanding. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Nobody's understanding. I, I, I better deal with the text and sit down. Jesus. I better deal with the text and sit down. In our text, Paul is talking to the church about speaking in unknown tongues, speaking in unknown language, as the Spirit gives utterance. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And this morning while I was up here, because I learned a long time ago that the gifts that God gives you, you can control uh-huh, uh-huh, you, you can control. So I, as I was in, in, in getting ready to stand up, Sister Max, I felt the gift of tongue starting to rise up, and I suppressed it on purpose because, I suppressed it because the Bible lets us know if that you're speaking in tongues in a church, especially for a long period of time, there ought to be an interpretation. And if there's not an interpretation that you ought to keep silent. So that lets me know that I've got control over the gifts that God has blessed me with. Somebody say, I got it this morning, Pastor. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so that lets me know if ain't nobody going to interpret what I'm saying, I'm speaking to the wind. Simply because when I'm speaking in tongues, I'm speaking to God and not to man. It's a difference when there's a prophetic move than when there's a prophetic anointing, okay? Because when there's a prophetic anointing, when there's a prophetic move, Stevie, when someone starts speaking in tongues, someone else will start interpreting. Amen. Amen. 
And the Bible says, by how many witnesses? Two or three. I, I, I'm in the book. Y'all ain't got to go with it, but I'm in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Paul states in verse 2, he says, that he that speaks in an unknown tongue, unknown tongue speaks to God and not to man because no man understands what he is speaking because he is speaking by the Spirit of God and it is a mystery. Y'all hear that? He is edifying himself. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. So we got to be careful about how we edify ourselves and not glorify God. I said something that time. I said something that time. I said something. So Paul said there should be a distinction in the sounds. I declare unto you this day that not only in the church should there be a distinction in the sound, but outside of the church there should be a distinction in the sound. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that there ought to be a distinction in your speech. So Paul said words should be spoken that can be easily Understood. And look at verse 9. I'm, 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 I'm almost finished. Don't say that, that that was verse 9 that I just quoted, okay? What am I, what am I trying to say? I'm, I'm trying to say, don't say you are a believer by the words coming out of your mouth and the other words that coming are out of your mouth are of another language. Let me bring it down so everybody understands. As a young man, I used to work for two pastors. On a job, you couldn't always tell that they were pastors because of the way they talked. And I said, now I wasn't saved then. David, every time I got a chance, I was going to the liquor store, get my little drink, you know. Do my little blunt, whatever I was wanted to do. I ain't. I told y'all I ain't always been saved. I ain't always been saved. Stevie, I had a flashback. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I had a flashback, Amber. So I can't go back there. Uh huh. I can't. I can't go back there. So I decided, while working with these pastors, that if I ever got saved, I didn't want to act like. And so today, Stevie, from the time that God saved me until right now, which was about 35 years ago, I've tried to stay on the wagon. Y'all hear what I said? There have been times when they pushed my buttons. And at one time, I told a young man, Amber, I'm going to put my religion on the shelf and I'm going thank you that's a mild way of putting it thank you thank you thank you sister Max but after I said it brother I realized I was out of order because I realized that it was the enemy working through this individual because before I got saved he would dare not say anything like that to me because he knew I would try to take his head off of his shoulder Y'all, y'all, y'all don't know my story. Y'all, you don't know my story. But because now, Amber, I'm trying to live holy, the enemy entered him and tried to get him to tempt me. Lord have mercy. 
Lord have mercy. Let me. Uh -huh. What am I trying to say? You got to be careful because after I said I was going to put my religion on the shelf, I realized it was not my religion. It was grace of God that I was willing to give up just so I could beat somebody up. But the words came out of my mouth, Stevie. <laughs> and so I, I had to ask God, forgive me, Lord, forgive me. Even let me come back to my memory. My God. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You see, we got to be careful as believers as to what comes out of our mouth because folk are watching. Don't tell me that you love me and your actions display something else. Don't tell me that you know Christ uh, and you're living like hell. Tell me that you're a part of the church uh, and there's no witness in you uh, that the church has ever showed up. Uh, there are some folk that come to church uh, and they speak the church language. They speak in church tongues. Uh, but soon as they leave, they speak in another language. Jesus told Peter, said, upon this rock, I'm going to build my church. And the gates of hell, y'all grab a hold of this. The gates of hell shall not, somebody say, shall not prevail against it. Somebody say, I'm a winner because I'm the church. Somebody say, I'm a winner and I'm going to speak it right now. Somebody say, I'm a winner because I'm an heir to the throne of God. Somebody say I'm a winner because Christ is dwelling inside of me. Say I'm a winner because I'm, I'm, I'm more than a conqueror. Can I talk about the rock for a couple minutes, Amber? Can I get two minutes to talk about the rock? Two minutes, two minutes. You see, rock is hard. And rock is not easily broken. Whether it's an ignomous rock, a sedimentary rock, or a metaphoric rock. It's still a rock, and every rock is hard, and every rock is made of something. I want the church to understand this morning. Stop letting the world speak things into your life that does not belong to you. Try the spirit by the spirit, the seedness of God. Stop receiving every prophetic word and try that spirit to make sure it's coming from God. You got to be careful of who speaks in your life, who prays over you, who prays for you. My wife and I were in a business transaction, I think it was Thursday, and the gentleman started a conversation, and it just so happened that he was an ex-Marine, like myself. Uh, and he told my wife, you never have to guess where I'm coming from. He says, well, I guess you already know that because I know your husband's that way. And, and this is what it was amazing to me, the conversation that this man said, because he said, most folk say I'm intimidating. And my wife just looked at me and I looked at her because I had a flashback of when I was working and I would interview individuals so I could hire them. And I had several other, inter several, several other candidates Deacon Kelly, that would tell me, you're just intimidating. Wow. It's not that I'm 
intimidating is the fact that I am who I am by the grace of God. If you want truth, I'm going to give you truth. If you want to lie, go someplace else. One thing I've discovered. Uh, Hebrews 13 and 8 said, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Uh-huh. Uh, Lord have mercy. So let me, let me go back to the text, brother. I'm going to sit down. Let me, let me go back to the text. Because this, I found this as a different revelation. Verse 7 says, even in the case of lifeless things. That make sounds, such as the flute, the heart. How will anyone know what tune is being played unless there is a distinction, Stevie, in the notes? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Verse 8 says, and again, if the trumpet does not sound a clear call. Mm -hmm. Y'all listen at this carefully. I got a different revelation. Who will get ready for battle? Somebody's got to call the church. To battle. Because, <sighs> because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, through the pulling down of stronghold. And if I don't give the word, if I don't share the word, if I don't live the word, who's going to listen when I call? Lord, amen. Come on now. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Verse 9. I'm almost finished again. So likewise... Mm -hmm. Let me give you a different version. It says, suit is with us, is with you. Unless you speak intelligible words you, with your tongue, how will anyone know what you are saying? You will just be speaking into the air. Your speech must be clear. Is your conversation worth listening to? Is your conversation the same no matter where you are or who you're around? Or is it only Jesus when you are around the church folk? Amen. First Peter 3 and 15, it says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Amen. Listen at this carefully. And be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason. This is, this is the most important part of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. That was the King James Version. Amen. But the New Living Translation puts it, puts it like this. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. Amen. And if someone asks you about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. I, I, I like that version. I, I, I like that because the church has got to be able to tell the world why we serve. We got to be able to tell the world who Jesus is and not only tell them but show them this is our testimony. I was a sinner but now I'm saved by grace. I used to be crazy but now I got a sound mind. I used to need a blood transfusion but because of the Remember, 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 others want to be a part of a winning team. Winning team. Uh, you don't think so? 
You, you know, we got what's called the, night, the 2020 Olympics, which is being played right now in 2021. And so many folk want to be a part of the team that they're willing to jeopardize their health. Uh, I, I think the toll last night was up to almost 120 folk who had caught COVID, who was a part, who were participating in the Olympics. Now watch this now, because the Japanese public, remember I told you, didn't I talk about public opinion one time? The public, the, the, the Japanese public don't want the Olympics held there because of the virus. But watch this now, because of those who are in high places. I'm going to close my stuff up, Steve. Uh, because of those who are in high places, Lord have mercy, who are going to benefit uh, from having the Olympics there, they want to keep on having it at the cost of somebody else's life. Uh, I stopped by to tell the church this morning uh, that we've been already been bought with a price, uh, but don't make foolish decisions. Uh, we've been bought with a price. Uh, don't have foolish conversations. Uh, Yes, Paul was talking about church in the tongues in the church. Uh, and I realized that on the day of Pentecost, uh, when it was fully come, uh, they all spoke with different tongues. Lord have mercy. But everybody spoke in a language uh, that somebody else could understand. Our tongue, our speech. is what is going to make the difference Amen. in somebody else's life. Hey! Who caught up about that? Hey! Glory. Why would I tell you to go to church and get saved if I wasn't born? How could I tell you that Jesus healed if he ain't never healed me? Watch this now, because I'm finished. Jesus told his disciples, and I'm declaring and proclaiming and decreeing in the house this morning that we are to go and make disciples. Come on, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Flashback, Stevie. Flashback, because I remember when I was hanging out there, joined the motorcycle club. I had to start off as a prospect. But by the time I got out, Angie, I was a district leader. Mm -hmm. So I was in charge of the ones in Maryland, some in Delaware, some in D.C., uh -huh. but when Jesus came into, Lord have mercy, when he came into my life, because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you, you got to be careful what folks say, because the national president, and, and for what I understand now, even though I've been out for several years, I still see some of them, and for what I understand now, they're, 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 they're like 65 chapters throughout the United States. And so every time I see the national president, who was one of my good friends, one of my best friends, he always tell me, man, come on and be a chaplain. You got to be careful 
who speaks in your life and how you respond to what's been spoken. Lord, I'm not going to hear what I'm saying. Because if you're not prayerful, something sounds good. But everything that sounds good is not good for you. Somebody need to hear you. How many of y'all know the devil? He's he trying to set a trap up for you right now. We got to be careful when we leave here today. Because the enemy is trying to set up a trap. You see, on the day of Pentecost, when the gift of tongues was given, the world said they drunk. Y'all ain't never drunk. Y'all ain't never drunk, drank nothing, so you wouldn't know what it's like to be drunk. Uh, son, we're we going to keep this in the church. Because my sons don't remember when I used to act like a nun. But Stevie, I remember there were times when I was. My wife said, move on. My wife said, move on. Uh -huh. So I, I want the church to understand, you got to be careful what you speak. Make it plain. Make it distinct. Make it purposeful. And make sure that the anointing is flowing from your mouth so that you can be a blessing to someone else to help advance the kingdom of God. Give God some praise. Thank you for joining this segment of Walking by Faith. If this ministry has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would sow a seed by going to Cash App using the code dollar sign Faith Unity VA. That's Faith with a capital F, U with a capital U, capital V, capital A, dollar sign Faith Unity VA. God bless and have a blessed evening.